0: Okay, people are spending less considering what we've all been going through over this last couple of months. Is that a surprise to you?
1: No, it's not. And we also got some data from Statistics Canada um, earlier uh, that basically said the same thing that, you know, in April, or rather in March, going into April, there was a huge spike in some sales, uh, but other things have completely fallen off. You know, people are not buying the frills anymore, people are not obviously going out to restaurants. Uh, people are not doing anything outside of the home, like entertaining, you know, or rather doing uh, entertaining inside the home, which often costs a lot of money, like over Easter or over Mother's Day weekend. Um, and all of that is basically ending up saving Canadian money because they're not buying any of those extras.
0: Okay, so this is not really a conscious choice in a way. It's because we have a limited access, limited supply to, uh, you know, some goods and particularly uh, services right now? Well, you
1: know, It's it's a combination of two. One is that there isn't very much that we can do. So you know the fact that this. study is saying that 75% of Canadians are spending less. A lot of it has to do with the fact that there's really not much to spend money on. But also I think a lot of people are now starting to realize that the economy is probably heading towards quite a sharp slowdown or has slowed down. But even after the pandemic is over, it's not like we're going to turn a switch on and all of a sudden everything's going to be back to normal. And so people have started to save some of that cash. So those people who are still working, rather than spending that extra money on extra things, they're doing the right thing by maybe paying debt down. I'd like to see a survey on how how much debt is being paid down during this pandemic, but paying that down, saving some of that money in an emergency fund. You know, the pandemic has done what I've been trying to do for the last decade and tell people to start living within their means, saving some cash and not buying things that they don't need.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm kind of chuckling because you and I have spoken numerous times over the years about the need for families to save, to put away for a rainy day, to, as you just said, live within your means. So is this a bit of an overdue correction in a way, do you think?
1: Um, You know, it it is definitely a wake-up call, if you want to call it that. I hate using those sort of, like, cliches. But really, you know, it it is for a lot of people who have been living in this low-interest-rate environment, have been really encouraged to go out there and borrow more. We know stats show us that Canadians going into the pandemic were still near record levels of debt, uh, especially those people who are I call the sandwich generation, those, those young people who have kids, really young kids, and maybe still financially taking care of their parents if their parents haven't saved enough for their retirement. Uh, those people especially were vulnerable to any kind of change in job or situ- financial situation. Uh, those people now are thinking, okay, maybe I did buy a house that's too big for us, or maybe I did set myself up into a lifestyle that I can't afford Um, And I think that that is actually quite good that we're starting to realize that, you know, this can't last forever. This kind of spending can't last forever. Even though interest rates are at, you know, rock bottom right now, really the focus should be on paying debt down if you can. And if there's any, because I've heard some really good stories out of the CERB where people are actually making more money on the CERB than they do normally in their job. And so they're using that extra money to put away because when that ends, There's no there's no indication of where the money's going to come from after that. So put some money away now for later.
0: Yeah, which leads me to my next question. We got a lot of business owners, Rabina, as you well know, who are anxious to reopen. But what if people just aren't in the mood to spend that we're saving maybe out of, you know, some sort of fear or worried about the future? What sort of effect could that have on the reopening and on the economy as a whole?
1: So there's already data out there that shows that people are not comfortable with going out and sitting in restaurants, sitting in stadiums, going to a movie. So even if that happens and all of a sudden things open up, uh, I mean, like your guest sort of mentioned that, you know, going out to a bar or a restaurant, you go there for the atmosphere. You really don't want to sit like six, eight meters or feet apart from everybody and feel like you're kind of on your own Anyways, That's not really what you you look forward to when you go out to eat. You really look forward to the atmosphere, sitting close to other people, you know, the conversations that are happening around you. That's not going to happen. So the restaurant experience itself is going to be completely diminished compared to what we used to experience before. Um, and so that's not going to be encouraging on its own for people to go out. Some people may go out just as a good gesture. I've got some extra money. I want to give it back into the community. Um, and others are just going to be fearful that they're, they could still get sick without a vaccine, without treatment. Some people would just not feel comfortable taking themselves, their young children, their older uh, family members out into the public and eating in public places where other people have sat.
0: Yeah, there's just so many unknowns right now when it comes to reopening this economy. And, of course, we're expecting a major announcement from the Ford government as to what stage one looks like during the presser tomorrow. Rabina, thanks for the time, as always.
1: Thank you, Jeff.
0: All right, we'll talk soon. there goes 640 Toronto personal finance expert Rabina Ahmed-Hawk with us.